0: we are alive how we doing everybody it is sunday morning we're live for q and assault we'll keep it private for the first 20 minutes or so or until the questions run dry after that we'll open it up to the public and we'll let the floodgates run Let's get these questions dialed up Fit nicely in the box here Yer Make sure we're dialed in people Dial in, shirts tucked That's how you know is how you know we're dialed, we're going straight glasses today we're in the lab we're getting scientific with it i need a i need a little cliff cloth how we doing how we doing feel like robert de niro with these you know Travy trav what up gregory trav says Nick, which two should I start in flex? We've got half PPR, Josh Kelly, DJ Moore, Scary Terry, and Brian Robinstein. Let me pull up the matchups. I also want to go through something else. I want to show you all a resource that I use pretty often that I think will help you guys. It is free. It is out there. It will help you make decisions just a little bit easier for y'all. All right. So with this question, we have two Washington commanders going up against the Bills. That's a tricky defense. They've obviously played some uh, some light offenses. They had the Raiders last week without Jacoby Myers. They had the Jets in week one with Zach Wilson. So I, I don't want to overemphasize the Bills defense, but they're playing pretty good ball. They're playing pretty good ball. Uh, their rush defense right now is ranked actually kind of bottom of the league. 24th overall. Their pass rush is a little bit of the same actually 24th and then the Bills coverage is ranked 19th. All right, so we might have gotten we might have gotten some mixed signals from the Bills defense just based on the fact that they played against the Raiders and the Jets. So maybe their defense is a little more suspect than we are uh really in tune with right now, which makes this question a little bit interesting. I still feel like this offense is uh really taking over from KC. Like Eric Bieniemy coming over there to Washington has made the um, variety of of dudes who get involved in the offense just at such a high pace that it's really hard to trust any passing option. Obviously, Terry had a big game last week, but still think he's probably dealing with some of the lingering effects of the turf toe. Byron Robinson has been a fucking menace. I like B-Rob a lot. He would probably be my one in this situation. Look at DJ Moore against the Chiefs. Uh, Pretty, pretty good matchup overall because they're going to have to throw the ball a lot and score a lot of points in order to even have a fucking Hell Mary's chance of, of staying in this game. So D.J. Moore could be good. I think D.J. Moore and Terry are a little bit similar in my eyes for this week at least. Actually, I might be getting too cute here. I might be getting a little too cute here. I, I really like a Josh Kelly bounce back. I think if there's one thing that we figured out over the last uh, few years is that you just don't play running backs really against the Tennessee Titans defense because their run defense is just so good, man. They stop fucking everybody over there. So Josh Kelly really never had a prayer. But now that Eckler's out again, Kelly against the Vikings. It's a great matchup. Throw the ball a lot. They're going to run the ball a lot. I would imagine their offense is just going to be extremely productive overall. Um, and just have a lot of goal line opportunities. Which obviously favors. Ooh, it's way too bright. Josh Kelly. My pale skin can't handle that. Um, so this is just such a long-winded way of saying great fucking question. I would definitely start B-Rob. And then... I think I would diversify from the offense. I think I would diversify from the B Rob offense. DJ Moore is kind of cool. I, I think I would go Josh Kelly there. As disgusting as that sounds, I'd go back to Josh Kelly. Travis half PPR Godwinner's A Flowers, and Mostert Stevenson. Ooh, ooh, I like this. Here's the thing: like I'm almost never, I'm almost never starting, um, or sitting Raheem Mostert, especially with Jalen Waddle out. I feel like they're gonna have to run the ball a little bit. Um. And the Jets defense, the run defense is, is really, really good. So that might be tough for Ramondre Stevenson. I could see this being like a fucking dogfight. And in dogfights, you lose. You use guys like Zeke. You want to hit people in the fucking mouth. And Zeke might not be much, but if he's anything, he's that. He's able to hit people in the mouth still. So I feel like Zeke might get a weird number of carries in this game. So I, w- I would actually lean Moser there. And then we're talking Godwin or Zay Flowers. Don't love the matchup for either of them, but I do do actually like Zay Flowers this week a little bit more than Godwin just because the Colts have just an abysmal group of cornerbacks um, that can be exploited on the outside. Now, Zay Flowers, for the most part, I actually want to check out the slot numbers versus the outside numbers for Zay. But with OBJ probably out for this game or definitely out for this game, we'll probably see Zay play a little bit more on the outside. Um, and he's actually been out wide more often than he's been inside, which is good against the Colts secondary because their cornerbacks are terrible. He has ran 68 routes out wide. He has ran 44 inside. If We're doing quick math there. That's about 65-ish percent, 68% or so um, on the outside. So I think that bears well for Zay Flowers. So I'm going to go Zay. I'm going to go most start there. Uh, let me show you this resource before we dive into the next uh, next question. So this is Roto-Grinders Weather Report. This is absolutely free for y'all to jump into. Um, it is you can see the URL up on the top left, RotoGrinders.com forward slash weather forward slash NFL, and basically it looks at all the matchups that have any sort of limiting weather to them, and you can see that on the on the left side here. Basically. All of these matchups have at least something going on that's worth noting to do with weather. But the more significant it gets, the color scheme kind of goes up. So green is like, yeah, there's something there that we should worth uh, that. That's worth noting, but it won't be a big deal and it won't really affect the way that the game is played. Um, Yellow, you start to get a little bit concerned. Orange is when things get gross. So if you look at this and sometimes there's red where it's like a fucking hurricane or something really, really, really bad, like eight inches of snow. Um, this is just something worth noting, especially if you're someone that bets on, like, the over-unders of games, if you're trying to decide between a guy who might, like, catch a really long pass. You know, it, for instance, if, uh, if like, the Minnesota Chargers game, if the Minnesota Vikings and the Chargers game was played in really, really shitty weather, you might knock Jordan Addison down, right, Who's who is a guy that's not getting a lot of opportunities, but he's making really big plays. But if the weather is really shitty and they're in a game where, you know, Kirk's not actually going to be able to throw the ball deep because the weather dictates that, you knock him down like a pretty significant amount. But for this week, the only orange game is New England at New York, the East Coast game I'm most concerned with. Pretty good shot of rain at some point during the game, though more dry than wet. Wind sustain of 10 to 15 miles an hour, gusts of 25 to 30 miles an hour. So I'd imagine both teams do absolutely try to keep the ball on the ground there's no way they're letting Zach Wilson rip the ball in 20-25 mile per hour wins so just like keep that in mind when you are betting you know uh maybe just reception numbers like that could mean quick screen plays like their passing plays they could they might attempt 20 passes in this game four of them being like Garrett Wilson line of scrimmage screen pass type plays you know what I mean they're not gonna want Zach Wilson throwing the throwing it outside the hashes downfield or anything like that Um, so there's a bunch of yellow ones here, you know, Indy at Baltimore, we have Denver at Miami scattered afternoon storms, um, Buffalo, Washington. So you guys can go check this one out again. This is the URL rotogrinders.com forward slash weather forward slash NFL. I'll actually just type that into the comment section. So you guys can like bookmark that later if you want, but really good resource. That's free. Always trying to give you that free sheesh. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right, let's get back to the questions. What up, influence? Gregory, bench one, Godwin, Cooper, Lockett, Josh Kelly. I'm going to bench Godwin there for sure. I love Cooper's matchup against Tennessee. I like the fact that with no Chubb, Watson's going to be forced to have to throw the ball. No reason to bench Lockett. And then uh, Josh Kelly, I kind of talked about him already. So I will bench Godwin there. I need water. Water. I got. It. I just be drinking C four like it's water out here. I stay hydrated through electricity. You know what I'm saying? Make ain't make no fucking sense. Half PPR, one flex. Pierce, Kendra, Miller, Dobbs, Sutton. Ooh, interesting. All right, so first thought is we're gonna sit. We're gonna sit Dobbs because I think with Dobbs and the Packers against the Saints, Saints pasty has been fucking electric. Marshawn Lattimore right now is the number one graded cornerback per PFF. So, with uh, without – I don't think we have an actual read on Christian Watson yet. Game time decision today. Both on the field warming up, testing out their hamstring injuries they've been dealing with. Uh If Aaron Jones and/or Christian Watson play today, expect the Packers to have them on pitch counts. Given the short turnaround for Week Four, they play Thursday night against the Lions. I'm probably staying away from anything Christian Watson related, um, which means I think Dobbs will probably see a lot of Marshawn Lattimore. So I'm going to stay away from there. I do like Cortland Sutton a bit. Kendra Miller feels a. I I, I want to love Kendra Miller. Like I I want to really be like, okay, this is his game with uh, Jamal Williams out. With Kamara not returning until next week, I want to be like, "Yep, Kendra." But this is also his first game back, and Tony Jones will probably be like fucking annoying enough to be a problem. Maybe he gets the goal line work. Like, I I wouldn't be surprised if I'm just wrong and Kendra kind of balls out. But I, I there's enough red flags with like Taysom Hill here too, where I could see he got really involved last week. I could see him using the red zone a lot. Him scoring some rushing touchdown, uh, rushing touchdown or something. So I'm probably going to fade. Kend- I-, I think I need to see Kendra Miller on the NFL field before I buy into it. So it's definitely between Damian Pierce for me and um, Cortland Sutton. So Damian Pierce is going against the Jaguars. And this feels like a game where the Jaguars will kind of dominate game script. They are seven and a half point favorites. So Texans will have to throw the ball a lot. Pierce is not running a ton of routes, unfortunately. So... um don't really feel great about it. Jacksonville is actually graded out as a top five run defense as well this year. It's Indy, Philly, Baltimore, Atlanta. Fucking let's go Atlanta and then Jacksonville. So they're a tough run defense. And then um, Sutton, I don't know. The Broncos are going to have to score points against Miami. So extremely long-winded way of saying I think I would actually roundabout way get Cortland Sutton in my lineup. Damn, y'all be asking me sit-start questions. I'm fucking giving you sit-start-run-marathon answers. What a world. Christian Watson, four seconds ago. We just got it. Inactive. Aaron Jones, also inactive. David Bakhtiari, inactive. J.R. Alexander, inactive. Packers down tremendous. Man, they're such a good team, too. They just—they need to get healthy. They need to get healthy. Alave's going to ball out with no J.R. Alexander. God, gosh darn it. Gosh fucking darn it. All right, Will, what up? Uh, pick two, half PPR. Ridley, yep. Uh, Ridley, always Ridley. Flowers, 2-2. Dobbs, Christian Watson, and Shahid. Okay, really interesting question. Um, Flowers, I like. Dobbs, we don't like. Christian Watson's obviously out now. Shahid, I do like. And with no J.R. Alexander. I just don't know if they're going to need to throw the ball much maybe they take some deep shots uh my instinct is actually to go to tutu here I feel like tutu tutu and puka seem like their role is so solidified until cooper cup returns I think tutu will take the biggest hit to volume and production once cooper cup is back I I feel uh, here's the ridley's by far and away my one flowers and tutu feel very very close to me um, but this is where maybe something like the weather comes into play here, right? Where I was just showing you guys that page where Indian Baltimore is yellow. It says uh, the center of circulation for what's left of Ophelia is over Baltimore and Washington. That's a good thing. It means light winds just five to ten miles an hour and the rain is clearing, too. I don't think the game is fully dry as there's likely some lingering spotty drizzle or a passing shower. But there's no real heavy stuff here. And what rain we do see likely clears in the second half. So no actual real weather concerns there, I suppose. So between Flowers and Tutu, uh really uh really, really close for me to call there. I I'd honestly probably fucking flip a coin between the two. The Bengals defense has been pretty underwhelming on the outside in terms of like coverage and stuff like that. So I'm not I'm not worried about um the Rams past success. I guess the only concern I would have with Tutu and this could be the same concern with Baltimore playing against Indy. Is like both teams could get up. Like if if uh, Joe Burrow is in, <coughs> inactive, excuse me, then the Rams can absolutely go into a game script where they're just giving Kyron Williams like twenty to twenty five touches, which means like not a ton of high high volume pass attempts. But we could also see McVay just explode and give up a ton of fucking targets. Also, long winded way of saying that. I like Zay Flowers more as a player, but I actually think I feel more comfortable with Tutu here. So I I would probably go Ridley and Tutu. Half PPR, Jalen Warren or Khalil Herbert? Is this – it's thin. I have a lot of injuries in this league. Ooh, okay, interesting. So we have Jalen Warren in half PPR or Khalil Herbert. We got the Bears against the Chiefs. Uh, Definitely not a great game script for Khalil Herbert here. And then we have Jalen Warren and the Steelers are playing – they're not where the fuck are they they're against the Raiders Ooh, I I do kind of like that matchup um yeah I I think uh especially like Chandler Chandler Jones out now they have one of the worst rush defenses in the entire fucking NFL here they're actually fourth worst so 29th ranked per PFF just in terms of overall run defense um and Jalen Warren's obviously super involved in the passing game. So I'm 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 going to go I'm actually going to go Jalen Warren there. Jacob. Travis Gary pick 1. Pittman, DJ Moore, Scary Terry. Ugh. Blah, blah, blah. This feels like an impossible question to answer. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh Terry gets Tredavious White, but like Tredavious is not necessarily the shutdown corner at this point. I don't think um, he's good, but he's not. He's not anything like dynamite, elite like he was. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna go scary Terry there. Full PPR one flex: Josh Kelly, George Pickens, Zach Moss, Jerome Ford. Wow. Okay, so I think we learned our lesson against Tennessee with the running back, so I'm going to sit Jerome Ford. Uh, damn, Colts, Colts and, and Zach Moss, I, sneaky are not, like, sneaky I don't hate, but against the Baltimore run defense, which right now is a top three run defense in the NFL, probably going to pivot away from that. There's no way they have the game script to feed Zach Moss. So we're looking at George Pickens against the Raiders, which is a fantastic, um, fantastic matchup coming off a really good game and then Josh Kelly also a fantastic matchup against the Minnesota Vikings who are the second worst run defense in the NFL right now um full PPR Pickens coming off the big game obviously should probably should probably pay play Pickens here should probably play Pickens here I will say this Pickens and Josh Kelly for me are really close in this one I think the smart plays Pickens. If you went Josh Kelly, I I, I probably would not. Um, I wouldn't blame you necessarily. Big Willie Styles. Would you gamble with Puka or play it safe with Pickens? I do not have a good contingency plan on Monday Night Football. That's a good question. I I'm really not concerned with Puka at all, to be honest with you. Maybe that's me being a fucking moron. Rams wide receiver Puka Nakua is listed as questionable for Monday. But Sean McVay says he expects him to play. Yeah, I mean he's definitely expected to play. I also think um he's kind of been dealing with this for a minute. And it didn't affect him what the fuck ever last week. Yeah, I'm 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 I don't even I I I have almost no worries about Puka this week. So I I personally would go with Puka. It's also like a decent, there's, don't forget, there's multiple games on Monday night too. There's Eagles, Bucks. there's Rams, Bengals. So there are, I I know you don't. You said you don't have a lot of options. So like maybe this is useless to even throw it out there, but I don't know. There's like a, I mean, assuming it's going to be in your flex spot, there are some tight ends. You know, you can, you could always go with fucking Kate Otten, who's been running a shitload of routes for the Eagles third quarter. Wide receiver, I think, is Quez Watkins right now, but I could even be wrong about that. You can go with a, f- a flex running back for the Eagles. They got a lot of them. Um, who else we got here? Yeah, I mean, you. yeah, of course, you'd have to get Q. I don't know who's available on your waiver wire, but, yeah, I would still go with Puka. He's like a lead, uh, a weak-winning type player. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Jones ruled out. Let me get him out of my, any of my fucking lineups. I think I already got him out, but. Fucking what a piece of shit. Brendan, Damian Pierce, Hopkins, or Joshua Kelly at Flex Full PPR. I'm going to go Kelly there. I've got, like, such little faith in Hopkins, to be honest. And the Browns' defense is really, really good. Pierce, I like, too, obviously, as a player. But, like, until we see it, until shit is, until shit is spicy again over there in Houston, I don't see the run games being very good. And we got to remember, like, the O-line for Houston is so, so banged up. i got to see what they're looking like on the offensive line still. Kenyon Green is obviously still out. He's on the IR. Juice Scruggs is out. We have Titus Howard still out. Is Larry Meetinsel playing? Missed week two with an injury and is listed as questionable to play week three. Look for vet to play through after missing latest contact. All right, Larry, Larry might still be back, but still they're missing three out of the five starters on their offensive line. So I don't expect a ton of room for him. So I go Josh. Joshy. Joshy. Jacob for Flex, half PPR, Addison, Josh Reynolds, and Damian Pierce, Kelly, or Gainwell. Again, we get so many of the same questions. God damn, goddamn. Um Kelly. At running back, Addison and Josh Reynolds. That's a great question. Uh, I'm going to go Addison though. This kind of feels like the game that they. I like Reynolds. I think he's like a really nice safe play. This kind of feels like the um, the game they let him rip. Addison. If I I'm looking back at like one, they have a lot. They had a lot of time between last game and this game, and um, this feels like when they install more plays for Jordan Addison. And when you look back at Justin Jefferson's rookie year. He didn't play much. Well, not that he didn't play much, but he was the wide receiver three also behind fucking Ola Johnson for two weeks. Week three, is in the lineup fully, explodes. Very similar um, process here, system here, in my opinion. You have the clear one, Adam Thielen was at the time. You have a shitty wide receiver two that they keep forcing to play more than the rookie. That was Ola Johnson at the time. Same thing here. You have a talented rookie behind him, Justin Jefferson. Week three is when they started playing him a lot. Was also Kevin O'Connell's guy that he drafted, so I think uh, this could be like the real breakout for Addison in that beautiful matchup. Jake Ferguson or Hayden Hurst? Uh, I'm I'm going I'm going Fergie there. William, Damian Pierce, or some Ajay P. Ryan half PPR? Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna go that far with um with Damian Pierce. Like, I don't feel confident, but I also don't, you know, I don't I don't feel gross enough to want to play Samaje P. Ryan over him. Brees Hall, Rashad White, or Jacoby Myers at flex full PPR. I like this question because Jacoby is kind of going under the radar now that he missed week two. Uh, Pittsburgh's run defense is not good, but their pass rush, of course, with JJ Watt, or TJ Watt is awesome. Their coverage is kind of middle of the pack, but um, I like Jacoby. Full PPR or shot white looks kind of good, too, even though the Philadelphia run defense is kind of elite. Brees Hall I don't really see making. Um, it, it's hard to get a, a, a read on on what Brees Hall is going to do this week because you look at it from a few different angles, right? Like one storyline is that the Pats defense always shuts down the Jets offense, especially when Zach Wilson is under center over the last you know four games that Zach Wilson's played against the Pats, 0 and 4, obviously the high number of points that they put up was 17. And honestly, I didn't even check if any of those were defensive points. One of them could have been a touchdown from the defense, but he's put up games of three points and six points. And it's been terrible, which is obviously terrible for your offense overall. At the same time, they're not going to want to rely on Zach Wilson. And they are the only shitty weather game on the slate. They're the only orange. Winds, 10 to 15 miles an hour. Gusts, 25 to 30. Um. So I'd I i I'd be shocked if Zach Wilson attempts more than like 25 passes this game. I actually want to see what the underdog line on Zach Wilson is. Let me see if they got pass attempts on here. Zach Wilson, 28 and a half pass attempts. Hmm, do they do they throw the shit out of the ball if they're down in the second? I'm I'm gonna take the lower on 28 and a half pass attempts on Zach Wilson right now on underdog. That being said, though, this being a full PPR question, how much success does Brees Hall have on the ground? They're still probably gonna split work with Dalvin Cook. He's a veteran, windy, ugly situation. So but so realistically, I think for me, obviously this could look end up looking bad like Brees can rip off a monster fucking game and just have like an 80-yard touchdown round or something like that. And this could look stupid, but I think I'm, I'm, I'm looking between white and Jacoby. This does feel like one of those ones where, you know, white coming off a really big game going against the Eagles though. This feels like a, a really obvious fade situation for, for Rashad white. Like he's not going to have any success on the ground, probably average like 3.7 yards per carry on 14, um, on fourteen, oh, Kelsey, it's all good. I I ended up emailing everybody on the. Uh, I, I emailed everybody on the list. Um. I ended up emailing everyone on the list. So anyone that's in that chat that didn't get the link and maybe be complaining is not actually a paid member, anyways. So that's okay. Um. So Jacoby Myers, I I he was such a big part of the offense, and I imagine that the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is going to zone in on. Devontae Adams, though, I think it could be a big Josh Jacobs game, actually. I think it could be a big Josh Jacobs game. And then... um, Rashad White, I just feel like it's going to be disappointing, man. But Jacoby's not that much better of an option. I'm sorry, I'm just fucking finagling around right now. I'm just flailing around without a fucking answer for you. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to tell you Rashad White, but like I also, I'm also, i fairly confident he's not going to have a good game. I just think the volume feels better, uh, but Jacoby Myers I actually feel like could have a really nice game. So take that for what you want. I might go Jacoby last second, pull over Rashad White, but I don't know. Jacob, uh, would you go Josh or Mike Williams half PP? Oh, definitely Mike Will. Mike Will made it for Shell. Yeah, but you told the chat you'd put it in there. Yeah, well, you know me well enough now to know I'd be lying sometimes. I'd be accidentally lying all the time. I don't intentionally lie ever, but I unintentionally lie all the time. Madison, Elijah Moore, Puka, Flex, that's it. Uh, End of question right there, Uh, Puka. It's always Puka. There are like... There are like four teams in America right now that can have a lineup good enough to sit puka. You just ain't doing it. You just ain't doing it. All right, let's make some underdog lines. Yeah. This is the sign of a good leader, of a good boss. You say things and you outsource the bullshit that comes with the the backlash of you saying things. If that's not a future CEO of a Fortune 500 company, don't know what to tell you. All right, let's take some underdog lines. Uh, If any of you guys are new to Underdog, they have a 100% deposit match bonus going on right now, as well as getting a free square if you deposit right now with promo code BDGE. If you get on there, 10 bucks, promo code BDGE. What you'll see here, what I don't see because I'm already on here, obviously, you will see a .5 pick'em line. So someone will have a yardage line of .5 yards, a.k.a. a free motherfucking square. So we already said we're going to go lower on Zach Wilson pass attempts because the weather's gross and they just don't want him to be the uh, person to throw the ball out. Three and a half sacks taken. That feels like a high mark. It feels like something I want to take, but it feels kind of like really high to just like throw your hat on. So let's fade that a little bit. Just uh, just, just sit with me for a minute while I, while I look through these lines. James Cook rushing attempts at 12.5 seems high. This Last week was his first game he went over that, and it was a really easy run defense against the Raiders. They were up huge. I, I expect the Washington game to be a bit closer. So we're going to tentatively put that at lower. I think he probably ends up with like 12. Tavius he Diggs. Ch-ch-ch-ch. Let me hit some more of the questions that just came in. Mr. Influence, one flex, Elijah Moore, Robert Woods, Barrios. Uh, not Barrios because I kind of feel like River Craycraft might be the weird guy, the weird white guy that fills in for Jalen Waddle. Elijah Moore, Robert Woods. That, that's a really good question. Um, I'm, I'm just going to think that Elijah Moore's talent eventually breaks out. He's had seven targets and nine targets, and now they play against the Tennessee Titans pasty. So if there's ever going to be a week that he does it, it's this week. I actually feel more comfortable with Robert Woods' floor, even though they're actually very close, and Moore's week-to-week upside feels like the tiebreaker here for me. Half PPR, Garrett Wilson or George Pickens at flex? Uh, ew. The, I, I, I just, there's just not a lot of spots I want to start Garrett Wilson in this week, so I, I can imagine their entire defense is going to be around double bracketing Garrett Wilson for New England, so I'm going to go with uh, George Pickens here. Brian Robinson, 52-and-a-half rushing yards. Hmm. How many interceptions does Russ have this year? Just one last game. Hmm. Hmm. I love how they added in yards after the catch as a uh, pick-em-line. Hmm. Uh oh, Raheem Moser. I, I always take his under on total yards because they always put it at, like, 85, even though I fucking love him. Just 80. Oh, 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 we saw in real time they just moved it up. Yeah, I, I get it. With Jalen Waddle out, they're probably going to lean on him. I just kind of feel like that's a high number. I say this every single week, and it pretty much proves me right every single week. Unless the player is like a talent level of Nick Chubb, RIP, or Saquon Barkley, or Bijan, and they list them at a total yardage mark of like 85, they keep doing this. The lower almost, it, it hits like 90% of the time. Terry killed 95 and a half receiving yards. Oh, my God. Without, ooh, I kind of like 28 and a half yards after the catch. Dude, they're going to scheme up quick hitters, I feel like, for him all day. Like one slant across the middle that he breaks out for is a game hova. I think I'm going to hit that. Probably shouldn't take two Miami Dolphins, but whatever. River Craycraft, was he at two and a half? Is that where that was? Cray Daddy? Yeah, we're going to hit that. We're just going all fucking Miami. Fuck it. Can I do six? No, I can't. All right, we're going to run with this slip first. We're going to run with this slip. We're going to put a 50 spot in there to win a thousand bucks. Bang. Bang, bang. Let's follow a couple more. Fuck it. For the record, I love Raheem Moser and he'll be in every fantasy lineup. But when you're gambling, when you're betting on players, your mindset has to shift. It's not just like, I think this guy's going to have a good game. It's like, what are the odds, right? If I think that that total yard number is just way too high, just on a flat line basis. And I think the odds of it not happening are like 62%. But I still think there's like a 38% chance it happens. That's where like fantasy comes into play when you're gambling and you feel like you have a, a, a an 8 9 10 11 12% edge there that's when you take those bets i know everybody thinks of black and white like everyone thinks in black and white when it comes to these numbers but these these is, this is how you take edges in betting mike will five receptions i kind of fuck with that Where's Josh Kelly at? They have a line for, for the Kellinator. 76.5 total yards? Like, that's so high for Josh Kelly. I'm not going to bet the under, though, but Alexander Madison, where do they have him at? 70 total yards. That feels high also. I think I'm going to take the under on that. Is Jefferson ever getting in? Like he hasn't scored yet. He's due. He's got to be due, right? He has to be due. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it, J. Jeff scores a touchdown today. This is the day he gets it done. Ooh, okay. They're start. They're starting to respect Jordan Addison a little bit. They got Addison over KJ Osborne. More receptions, more yards. I think that makes sense based on what I was saying before. Greg Joseph, seven kicking points. I actually kind of like this. I'm assuming kicking points is not fantasy points, though, right? Like, I think kicking points would just literally be how many points you scored as the kicker in the game. So that would be two field goals and one extra point, or four extra points, one field goal. Does Minnesota underperform? Three field goals, two field goals, one extra point, two field goals, two extra points. Hmm. I kind of like the over on Greg Joseph here. All right, let's talk Atlanta and Detroit. This is what the fuck I'm talking about right here. 191.5 passing yards? Yikes. Sacks taken. How many sacks has he taken the last few games? Actually, they got a they got a good D-line. See, th- this is what I don't like about like betting on these types of s- stats – is they're not usually just like readily available. Like you're gonna let me bet on two and a half sacks taken, but you don't actually have it listed what those stats are from the previous weeks. I like the two and a half sacks taken because I think Ritter is gonna improve like week by week and get a little bit better at protecting the ball. And I think that with the amount that they run the ball and the amount of short passes they um do, like it's just unlikely that he takes a ton of sacks. I think I'm going to take the under there. Fuck it. Fuck it. We ball. Bijan at three and a half rushing attempts, three and a half receptions. Mm, we're going to move off that. Bijan's still like his whole, uh, his whole workload is still a little bit confusing to me. I don't, I don't think I've been able to really like figure out on a week to week basis, what his workload's going to be, you know? Like it wouldn't surprise me if this week all of a sudden he had like eleven carries and Tyler Algier had sixteen, but he had like five targets. It wouldn't surprise me if he had like twenty-two carries and two targets. I don't know. It, it's all. I, I don't really like betting on Bijan yet because I still feel like the sample size is too small to really understand what the split between him and Algier is. Though Algier, Algier, eleven rushing attempts. That's that's too low. That's too low. He's he's so heavily involved in our in our ground game. Fuck up out of here with that. Drake, London, six and a half targets. Six and a half. Oh, what? Oh, no, we want the higher. That's beautiful. They just went down real time. You love to see it. Love that. Six and a half targets seems very high. We'll take the lower there. Even though the Detroit pass defense is way worse. I don't know. They just don't throw. We just don't throw the ball enough, brother. Young Hoku, six kicking points up. Actually, I got to stop taking kickers. We're not doing that. We're not doing this. It's a slippery slope once you get into the kick game. 270 for Goff feels high, but I guess without DeMont, they probably expect him to throw the ball way more. Gibbs is all the way at 83 total yards. Oh, but with DeMont out, like, how many yards has he had? Fucking 56 and 60. I could see this being the fucking absolute explosion game by him, though. I could absolutely see it with DeMont out. Does he get into the end zone, though? I feel like I'd rather bet the lower on that because I they're probably going to use Craig Reynolds down by the goal line. It makes me sick, but I, I kind of feel like they might do that. Craig Reynolds at 40 total yards feels like a travesty. I'm going lower on that. I actually kind of fuck with Craig Reynolds. I am not even lying. I feel like I liked him last year a little bit. I'm going to let that be. I'm on Ra. So he's dealing with this turf toe, man. I don't know how much he's going to play. I don't know how limited he's going to be. The nine targets feels a little bit high for me. And we look at nine targets, nine, seven. Uh... The amount of I'm going lower on the targets because I think he might play a limited snap count. And he keeps getting nine targets, so that would be a push anyways. Worst case scenario. I think we're just going to run the ball so much that the clock really like winds down quickly. Cool under there. Joshi Wren, three recepts feels fucking gorgeous though. Banged up Amon Ra. No Demont. Throwing the ball more. Yeah, let's go, let's go up on Jay Rennie. Of course we accepting that shit. Yep. I feel I feel better about this one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a hundred bucks on it for two Let's make one more. There's so many one o'clock games. Zach Moss at 73 total yards is fucking insane. Zach Moss should never be at that level, not against Baltimore. Josh Kyle Granson at three receptions. I kind of dude. They they really like Aguilar over there in Baltimore. I kind of feel like two re, two receptions feels like the line that we should smash now, and it's going to keep going up week by week by week. Andre Miller, 10 rushing attempts from the rip. That feels high. That feels fucking high. Olave. Oh, why are they taking down all the lines? We're waiting for Jair Alexander. He's already ruled out, brother. Let me fucking rip, dog. This player is no longer available. If we refreshed, would it? Where art thou? All right. Five receptions, 66 and a half receiving. How many times can this guy have over 66 receiving yards and us not think he's about the ball? No share? Like, let's fucking go, Bowie. Bowie. Michael Thomas, 53 and a half. That feels high. I gotta be honest, man. They got Taysom at thirty and a half rushing yards. They got Tony at twenty one and a half. That Kendra Miller line feels too high. Feels too high given all the time that he's missed. Fifty one. and a, I love him as a talent. I just, I just feel like this feels too high. The fifty two yards total. Like, are they, are they really gonna fucking just unleash him? I want to search Twitter and see if we got any inside scoop on what his workload is going to look like. I don't know. I'm not really seeing anything here. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just let that I'll just let that sit for a bit. Jordan Love. Jordan
1: Love.
0: All right. Like AJ, this is just fucking absurd. AJ Dillon, 80 and a half total yards. Did anybody watch this man play last week? The Saints defense is good. That, that actually, this might be. This has got to be like an engineering typo or something. A.J. Dillon, 80 and a half yards. What the fuck were these people watching last week? Yeah, we're out on that for sure. For sure, for sure. I don't care where Aaron Jones is. That's fucking insane. Nico's been balling. Where's Tank Dell? 37 and a half total yards. I kind of like the over there. Let's get to Jacksonville, though. This is what the fuck we're really talking about. All right, so we've got no... Wow, 90 total yards. We've got no Zay Jones in this one. So Calvin's going to pop. Kirk's probably going to do pretty well. I think I'm going to take the over on Calvin here. Tennessee and Cleveland. They got Derek Henry, eighty-nine total yards. Let's see what the let's see what they got on the Cleveland side. Two thirty-five and a half passing. 0.5 interceptions. 0.5 total fumbles. Yikes! All right, they got a reasonable Jerome Ford line, sixty-two and a half. Even that, I feel like I would probably take the under against the Tennessee D. All right, so Elijah Moore, he's been steadily putting up like thirty-five-ish yards. 43, 36, his lines at 38 and a half receiving. They do, they do let him cook, uh, fucking running the ball a little bit. Sometimes I kind of feel like that five yards last week, 19, the first week, like pushes him over the edge there. So I kind of like the total yards here. You've got to feel like the passing rate that they use in Cleveland is going to go up with Nick Chubb out. I guess, I guess from like a Vegas standpoint, realistically, the reason that, um, that these numbers would be low as they probably expect Derrick Henry to, to get 20, 25 carries in the same way that I'm like hesitant always to bet against the Falcons. Like the other uh, offensive players is because the game script is going to be gross. And there's probably not going to be a lot of time of possession for the other team. So I can understand that, but I, I, I kind of like Elijah Moore here, 40 and a half, just totally yards because he's involved in the rushing game. Kareem hunt, 27 and a half total yards. he's even fucking active today. Ramondre, 85 total yards. Yeah, we're gonna rip the lower. Oh, we can't. Okay, fuck it. We'll hit this slip. I want to make another one. I wanna j I just can't stop. What's happened to me? I never gambled. Mac Jones, 209 and a half passing yards. 20, 20 220 total yards? Is he be running like that? 25 last week? 15 the week before? What the hell? I'm going. I'm sorry, Ramondre. I gotta do it to you though. 84 and a half is too high. Juju, you're terrible, brother. I'm not. You're, you get the fuck off my slip. Zach Wilstein. We already took the under-passing attempts for Brees Hall. They've got it 60 total yards. He just really needs one play. I think that's what scares me a little bit. Brees Hall, I all right, they got him at one and a half receptions. I think I like the higher because of the – one game script to the weather. Like I could see some dump off some screens to him for sure. It's crazy they got they they got Dalvin Cook almost like half of the total yardage of Reese Hall. Ooh, Carolina, Seattle. Miles Sanders is another dude. They just keep putting his total yardage line, like, really high. I don't love. Seattle's not a great D, though. Chuba Hubbard, 43 total yards. I said that twice, actually. Hmm. Is anyone even fucking in here still? I have no idea. On unlisted streams, I can't actually see. Private streams, I can't see. How many people? They got Kenneth Walker at 82 and a half. I want to hit that under bad. I want to hit it bad. Any more games? Oh, we got the four o'clocks. Let's go, boy. Fields are at 60 rushing yards. What the fuck? Nine and a half rushing attempts, dog. What the fuck? Goodbye, Kelstein. Cool Herbert, eight and a half rushing attempts. What the fuck? That feels low. We only had seven last week. Good Lord. Kelsey's bike. Nine and a half targets. What an insane line, Kadarius Tony. Anytime I could take a Kadarius Tony under, I'm gonna, I'm finna do it. Especially he's a little banged up too. Watson's kind of just out here eating every single game too. 19 and a half total yards. Yeah. That's what I got so far: a three person slip. Tony P, .5, oh, .5 rushing touchdowns. I thought that was total touchdowns. Tony P is probably going to fucking pop today. 15.5 fantasy points. I think I'm going to take the higher on that. Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs against Dallas. All right, so he had the first game he had against uh, Washington. He had point nine eight fantasy points. Last week against the Giants, atrocious. D. He had twenty five. I almost feel like against Dallas, he's gonna get fucking carved up. How many yards did he have? One thirty two. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go lower on total yards. I'm gonna go lower on this total. Oh, I can't. Fuck. All right, we're going to rip this slip as well. Hondo. Bang. Fuck it, we ball. Ooh, 30 after 12, huh? Uh, I got a couple more questions. Do I? Jacob, Brandon Cook, Sutton, or Sky Moore, or should I pick up Jaden Reed? Again, a lot of injuries. Ooh, uh, I like Reed a little bit. Uh, Cook's coming back from the injury. He makes me a little bit nervous. I think I like Sutton the most here. Sam Howell, Fields. Fields mounts bike, happy PR Jalen Warren or Sutton. Uh, Jalen Warren. All right, fucky. We never even opened it up to the public. Fuck, Fuckem. them. We don't care about the public. We care about the private. Um, that'll be all for the questions today. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Good luck in week three, and I'll see you tomorrow Monday morning for our game by game recap. Always.